0: Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana.
1: And I'm Dylan. And we are back with our third book recap.
0: Yeah, we are. And before we get into that, can we just talk about our weekend? Because we got together IRL, which never happens. Right? Which rarely happens.
1: Yeah. Mom life.
0: we went to a taylor swift themed um club event which like (laughs) we are moms we don't go to the club too often so that was pretty cool i enjoyed it
1: i had so much fun and you had the best outfit oh my
0: god i wore taylor swift pajamas and if you are a taylor swift stan and you know anything about the red tour there are these pajamas that like I don't even know people are so like where did you get them like they were on her website she had tons of merch like she just sells so much merch that I think people can't even keep up myself included like sometimes I just don't even look because I'm like stop you don't have enough money like to buy right, right. like I don't even know she releases so much and, like every season it's like she's mm-hmm. like a clothing brand of her own like I've <laughs> never seen an art store artist. in a mall yeah it's Ridic- it's ridiculous would but prefer. it has like the illustrations it almost looks like whoever designed her costumes for the red tour basically mm-hmm. i don't know but it looks like a fashiony it's it's all the costumes from the red tour and so yeah i wore pajamas to the club and i got lots of compliments it was weird when we went to dinner before <laughs> <laughs> going a on lot of like was, do you pajamas on Miss? yes and when i say pajamas they're like silk like the button down shirt <laughs> pajamas like I don't know how yeah. else, like, uh,
1: yeah. So, it was cool. You looked though. really cute, but they didn't get the vibe.
0: Yeah, when we were there, people who were there and paid, like, money to go to a all Taylor Swift-themed um, night, they understood. and right. And- they appreciated the same way. Like when I went to a gay club, they really appreciated my pretty woman Halloween costume. Like they got it. You know, yeah. like I didn't have to have a sign that said what I was dressed as. Just, like, they would just look at me and like, no words, like hands up, hands down, hands up, hands down. And like everything. <laughs> and walk away. Oh my I'm God, like, wow. What an ego boost. Yeah. Right. I know. It's great. Yeah, we had a good time. What else did we do this week? Literally nothing. Um,
1: this weekend was a roller coaster. Um, but Taylor Swift was definitely. Um, yeah, well fun no, nothing
0: g- nothing good besides that. <laughs> I think like the universe gives you what you need, and like the universe was like, here's a super duper fun night, followed mm-hmm. by a steaming pile of shit. So yeah. enjoy that. I don't know if you want to share like your own personal I mean, I mean, life.
1: We don't get super into it, but guys, my uh, my 13 year old dog, we had to say <laughs> goodbye to our best friend this weekend, so it's just been a rough weekend on everybody and especially my six year old. So um it was like like the highest high on Friday followed by like the lowest low. Um but but it's good. He had a really nice super long life I've had him his entire life. Um so he was a great
0: reading partner I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So no it's sad, but he's he's not in pain anymore. And so I'm glad for that. And um you know and so this episode is for him. This episode is for Maverick. You know specifically I, and it's so funny, which is just like you and I believe this so much, like you get kind of things what you need. Uh-huh. My book of the month that I picked for this month is like a book about like, like loss and stuff and like grieving, like kind of like a self-help get through it kind of book. And I got it for a different reason, but now it's coming in handy because of my dog. So
0: <laughs>
1: worked out. that's
0: so sweet oh my god well I'm lucky to have met him and you're lucky to have had so many years with him and Mm -hmm. you know that is just the curse of being a dog owner and I don't know why you're about to go are you gonna read Marley and Me or are you gonna watch Marley and Me (laughs) (laughs) because I don't know why you just want to double like death by a no. thousand cuts
1: actually I know let us know if you do this does anybody do this like if you are like in a mood to like <sighs> mm-hmm. get something out and you're, like, you will like listen to like sad songs or like yeah like when you movie, break up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: like I'm that person like I need to like do it and get it out and like Cleanse. process it to like move on otherwise I'm just that. gonna like keep you know I, I mean I'm still gonna be sad and have like random little like breakdowns but it's one of those things for me it's like easier if I just kind of like Feel my feelings and get through it. So, I'm gonna yeah. watch Marley and Me. I know it's not a great idea. No. <laughs> it's a terrible idea, but it's happening. No.
0: no, and you know what? Like, I wanted to ask people. Like, I don't really know how to segment into this book either because it's such an interesting book. Like, I want to say it's dark, but it's just so twisty.
1: Yes, twisty is a great word for
0: like, it like tw- not twisty, like a twisty story as much as like twisted story.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but before we get into that, I wanted to see like we talk about all these like we have our random recaps. So we have our shows, we have whatever. But when we do our book recap, we really don't have anything else besides our side piece, which is at the end, which is basically a mini random recap. So I wanted to have like a segment for when we do our book recaps. And I have two ideas. One of them being, I did something bad where we, like, just get something off our chest. I'll give an Mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. I ate the happy meal that my my dad brought over for my four-year-old, so... I was really hungry. I I love that. So like that's just like it doesn't have to be serious. It can be serious. And better yet if you guys have like funny like stories. But like obviously I did something bad inspired by Taylor Swift song. Um, So I thought that was funny. But also I like the idea of rent free. Which is a shit that lives rent free in your mind. Mm -hmm. And for me like we've talked about it before. Like I think almost like at least once a week I think about the fact that Taylor Swift shaves every day at least every time I go to shave my legs or like I decide not to shave my legs I think about what
1: would Taylor do
0: and I think no nah, still not gonna do it
1: <laughs> I really hope from when that was like that little bit of information came out that someone somewhere was like lasered. girl laser the shit off because if I had, had that had money you have, yeah. I would be like a skinless cat yeah so we want
0: to vote i'll i never do polls on spotify but maybe i'll add a a poll um but so we can vote for i did something bad or rent free or you guys can just email us either one and we'll freaking tell them all if you want us to but yeah
1: i like it um Sorry, guys. I'm like... Mm -hmm, No, she's had a distracting
0: week. Um, Before we dive in, we wanted to say thank you guys for your support. And if you love our show, please tell your friends, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. And this month, we've read The Push by Ashley Audrain. I seen in a few places honestly I took this from again I don't need to plug the redheads but I took this mostly on Jackie Oshry's recommendation because I trust her choices like you know when you just trust somebody's mm-hmm. reading choices and you're like okay whatever so I took her uh <laughs> what a journey it took us on huh oh my God. like do we even start at, like I guess we could recap this or do we just give our initial Yes, we we oh, got to do know. a quick recap of the story, right? We got to give a Reader's Digest because this yeah. is what I love. Um, okay, so it's like four generations of women, right?
1: Yes, yeah.
0: <clears throat> so the book starts out, and I think this is, maybe this is a good place for us to start our recap because it is so twisty and turny that I need to bring myself back to the beginning. So at the very beginning, it has this like, it's an excerpt for, from something, but basically it explains in this long way. I'm going to have to block from seeing you for a second, Dylan, just so I can read this. <laughs> All right, you guys, bear with me. It is, it is often said that the first sound we hear in the womb is our mother's heartbeat. Actually, the first sound to vibrate our newly developed hearing apparatus is the pulse of our mother's blood through her veins and arteries. We vibrate to the primordial rhythm even before we have ears to hear. Before we were conceived, we existed in part as an egg in our mother's ovary. All the eggs a woman will ever carry form in her ovaries while she is four-month-old fetus in the womb of her mother. This means, this is the part, this is why I read this whole thing because it's so trippy. Yeah. This means our cellular life as an egg begins in the womb of our grandmother. Each of us spent five months in our grandmother's womb and she is in turn formed within the womb of her grandmother we vibrate to the rhythm of our mother's blood before she herself is born which like what a (laughs) fucking way to start a book like i actually have chills that's so crazy to
1: think about Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's especially like poignant knowing that we've read the book and understand the story more to read that back
0: oh yeah like i immediately i mean i read you know the synopsis of what this is about and maybe um maybe that could be a good place should i just do that yeah and just like fill in the actual stuff but yeah so this story is about it's four generations of women and really it's like the trauma that carries on through those generations Blythe Connor is determined that she will be the warm, comforting mother to her new baby, Violet. Super tra- <laughs> triggering as my child's name, Violet. Violet, that she herself never had. Isn't that what we all want? Right. But in the thick of motherhood's exhausting early days, Blythe becomes convinced that something is wrong with her daughter. She doesn't believe, or she doesn't behave like most children do. Or is it all in Blythe's head? Her husband, Fox, says she's imagining things. The more Fox dismisses her fears, the more Blythe begins to question her own sanity. And the more we begin to question what Blythe is telling us about her life as well. Then their son, Sam, is born. And with him, Blythe has the blissful connection she'd always imagined with her child. Um, So, okay, it goes on and on. But basically, yeah. So, she has this strange relationship with her mother and like, we always want strange relationship or not. We always want our kids to have more than what we had. Right. Um, So of course she wanted to be like this mom that she didn't have. And when she wasn't immediately hit with those, like, I don't know, that oxytocin like connection to her child, like postpartum depression, <laughs> like right. when she wasn't immediately hit with that, it was like, <clears throat> excuse me. It's like, she didn't know what to do with herself and she was so convinced like it's not postpartum it's something that's wrong with my child right (laughs) you know and I guess the twisty part like as you go through this story you know then she she starts seeing these weird things and honestly when I saw it like I thought there were some signs of autism and again that's like my own bias of having a daughter like you know ironically named violet who is autistic mm-hmm. but the weird things like she'd say the, all these weird like quirky things that she'd do and i'm like yeah well, that sounds like an autistic person like maybe she's just going through postpartum and she's thinking like her daughter's doing these dark things because mm-hmm. when they say her daughter behaves
1: differently it's like dark differently like right it's not that that she's you know different she's dark
0: yeah it's like she'll be at the playground and she's like wow I saw this kid fall down but like he wasn't anywhere near there and like she's like I could have sworn like like she's just had this gut feeling like why Mm -hmm. do I feel like Violet pushed that kid and like the kid died like it's, it's so crazy and So she doesn't have this connection. All these weird things are happening. Like, what else was she doing before Sam was even born? Or was that, I mean, that was obviously the big thing that stuck out to me.
1: Yeah. There's, like, a lot of, though, um, like, one of the things that they're doing is she, like, prefers the dad, like, Fox. Mm. Like, she's kind of, like, always (laughs) kind of running to him and not the mom. And, um, you know, like...
0: Like um, I've never heard a kid be like, "I hate her," mm-hmm. About their mom, and like the dad didn't do anything. And I'm like, part, but part is you. With books like this, it's so trippy, and you just can't believe, like, oh, something's actually like this kid's evil, right? Like you have to think it's in the mom's head, and like, right? This kid must be repeating something that like they heard their dad say.
1: Yeah, well, because you, I feel like we're moms, so my head went to postpartum too, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. first of all she's overwhelmed you have a shitty husband who's like oh my mama was like perfect Mm -hmm. Susie homemaker so you don't need any assistance and like you don't need that like this
0: generation did it this way but especially because she's trying to work right and it's like right it's just expected like oh well you're a writer so like you can just do that from home that's fine right with a newborn baby like with no help like cool and then i don't know it was just bad there were some things that she did i was like I am not trying to mom shame, but like mm-hmm. not cool with like putting headphones in for like hours, yeah. like letting your baby cry for like, I I don't know. I understand the cried out like method in some ways, but
1: yeah, but I think like it's a bigger, like that whole, uh, it's so hard because this, you can tell in the situation that like she's completely like overwhelmed and detached and like it's like it's coming from all sides right she feels like the kid hates her and that she's disappointing her husband and doesn't have any friends and isn't doing her job and like you're as a reader you're like seeing all the signs and I feel like that's why you're you're reading it and you're questioning like is this is this really happening like or is this her like imagination her like exhaustion that she's seeing these things in her daughter especially she's getting older and the daughter is getting more um you know like aggressive and and argumentative and combative and you know there's issues at school Mm -hmm. and um you know the mom is kind of noticing all these things and she's concerned about it and she brings it up to the dad several times and he's just like like you know he just blows it off and ignores her in every way and just thinks that it's her
0: yeah (laughs) yeah He's pretty awful. I don't, I just felt like the overwhelming feel to me from the very beginning was just this like nurture versus nature thing. Mm-hmm. Like hardcore. I mean, they literally start with talking about how like you are a part of your grandmother. Like you, this right. thing is embedded in you and yet like how you're raised is so important. Like, And it would go back and forth with these stories and and timelines of like, um, Blythe's mother, Cecilia, and then Cecilia's mother, Etta. Right. And, and what they went through and all of that was crazy. Like Etta, didn't Etta like see her husband die? Like it. Mm-hmm. cut up and in then pieces she, in like a farm like a farm machinery or something and she had to like clean up his body parts like oh my god And mm-hmm. she was doing crazy stuff like locking Cecilia in like a room
1: yeah like the basement in like their
0: pantry Mhm.
1: Uh, yeah like a room inside
0: a pantry if you can imagine how small that is like I was getting claustrophobic reading some of these Mm -hmm. things like I I I understand why people are like it's kind of a controversial book because there's parts that make you so uncomfortable but that's because she's such I think a good writer Mm -hmm. um I you really felt it
1: (laughs) yeah well and that's I feel that's kind of the nice thing about the story too is all the layers of that because it's not just what's going on with Blythe and Violet it's Etta and Celia and Celia and Blythe and... Where did
0: this come from? Right, right. And then you're like, well, did that freaking gene come to Violet? Like, if she was like this since she was so little, was it, like, deeper mm-hmm. than... Like, was there something in her that, like, Blythe immediately felt was, like, mm, off? Like, what what mm-hmm. was that? But it, then I, I remember, like, I took a lot of notes about this and... I thought it was interesting, like, I don't know, maybe the difference between moms and daughters and moms and sons, I think that just maybe stood out to me
1: Mm -hmm.
0: personally. Like, I know as (laughs) I really thought I would have all boys, not only because I have like a lot of brothers, but like, I was not. It's, it's weird how like the universe gives you what you need because like I was mm-hmm. obsessed with Mary Kate and Ashley and like I was like I always wish I was a twin because I would never be alone i always have a friend and always have somebody to ride rides with and so it's funny that I like wished that for myself and then like I gave that life to my daughter so when mm-hmm. you talk about like life you never had it's like now my kids have that and like yeah. I just didn't even know that that was gonna happen but I didn't want that like I truly wanted boys because I was like I don't know how to be a girl and I remember <laughs> like because I was like I'm confused in my own body right like I spent 31 years in the closet so like <laughs> I was just like I don't know how to be a girl mom which is so weird to, on the outside do people who know me they're like oh you used to do pageants like what do you mean like right yeah, it's all ha- it's called masking um <laughs> look it up <laughs> um but I remember okay literally I don't dog your books like it is a sin and I had to because I didn't have another way to save this page when oh my god who was it Blythe when Cecilia looks at Blythe so Blythe is the main character the mom in this and this is her mom looks at her and she's like I don't want you I don't want you learning to be like me but I don't know how to teach you to be anyone different Yes. Oh my God, that was so like, mm-hmm. just because uh, you don't, you don't even think about those things until after you have children too. At least to me, like, of course you're like, oh, you know, the parts you want, oh, I'm never going to do this or I am going to do this. Cause I love how my parents do this. But when you actually have kids and you're like living it, it's just different. Mm-hmm. Because you, you also see your parents as just, like, people. They're not, yeah. like, this, they are superheroes, but, like, they're not these, like, you know.
1: They're not infallible. Faultless
0: humans. Like,
1: yeah. They're just like, you can see that they've, you know, I mean, hopefully in most cases that they've done the best that they could or, well, yeah. you know. But they
0: whatever. don't have all the answers. Because we think right. we're going to, like, hit this point where we get the answers or where, like, it magically happens for us and it doesn't.
1: No, like you go from not having children to a nurse handing you a baby and you leaving in like 48 hours. And I'm like, okay, keep it alive.
0: Yeah, like, okay. So I wrote down like on page 85, she wrote like, she made no sense at all. And yet all the sense in the world, which is why I totally thought was like autism. Because I'm like, yeah, like Violet does all these weird little like quirky things, but like they make sense to me. It's like, I get her. So, nice. like, literally, again, bias, but I just thought that was interesting. But also in this, I wrote down, like, there's so many different layers of, um, like, abuse in this. When I talk about trauma, mm-hmm. like, physical, psychological, emotional, and, like, straight-up neglect. Like, mm-hmm. I just think that like if you're sitting here for like four hours typing on your computer while you hear your kid crying and because like the husband did the math he's like you get home at like this time and I get home at this time so like her nap time ends at this time and you've been on the computer like it, it was just so bad like yeah that she would just I don't know again not trying to but I think there's like this sense of like well it's not because I'm here like I'm here like and I'm not hitting her and i'm not being emotionally abusive like because it's not the same abuse that i went through mm-hmm. so it's not abuse yeah like she doesn't know physical pain she doesn't know this. do you know what i mean i yep. de- but it's like uh, i don't know it's like she didn't actually rationalize it that way but in my mind like when i was reading the different you know what i mean the different stories that's how i saw it what do you think
1: no i agree because I think that's, like, a huge, like, you said earlier, like, the nature versus nurture. Like, the, you know, the grandma, the mom, and her, and now Violet. Like, it's it's different in each woman. Like, each relationship is different. Like, at a, the grandma ends up killing herself. You know, uh-huh. Celia's mom um runs away. Gross. And then you have, um or I'm sorry, Blythe's mom runs away. Mm-hmm. And then you have Blythe. And, like, and then her relationship with Violet is so strained and turbulent. And it's just, like, the way that the trauma just keeps piling up and being unresolved and then, you know, manifesting in a different way in every generation. And -hmm. you can see that if you have, um, you know, grandmothers and mothers and daughters, you know, if you live long to kind of see that, you know, whatever, and you can kind of see how those things kind of play out. Mm-hmm. Um, and different but like I say like from personal like like my my mom's mom mm-hmm. um, when my mom was younger had a drinking problem mm-hmm. and so that then forms my mom's opinion for forever of drinking and people oh. they can't handle you know alcohol and all those things and that's her opinion of it but then that also becomes I realize as I'm older my opinion of it you know what mm-hmm. I mean like it just that thing has passed down without, you know. It's not like that's something that my grandmother would have thought. You don't think that, like the ripple effect of that, basically. Of oh, yeah. Behavior and trauma, but it happens.
0: No, I was literally thinking the ripple effect in all of this. It's just, it starts one place, so it's also a story of like um, breaking the cycle too, mm-hmm. because.
1: Ugh, I we got, i guess we got to talk about it mm-hmm. she wants so badly to break the cycle and be how come mom? like
0: our first episode this is our third episode and now i like i don't i shouldn't get to pick books anymore because <laughs> this is the second book and there's another dead baby okay so we have to talk about it yeah sam her son like how old is violet at this point
1: she isn't is she a teenager I feel no. Like...
0: She was like 4 or 5 or something.
1: No, She was older than that.
0: No, when Sam mm-hmm. No, she was like little cuz when I am I crazy? Even when so. Sam died.
1: I thought she was older. She
0: was literally like 6 or something. That's why they were like dude, you're crazy. Like she So basically they're taking a walk and they go to their usual like coffee joint and then they're going to cross the street. Is this like in New York City?
1: or somewhere? It sounded like it to me. I mean, okay. it could be whatever like, city, but... A big city.
0: Good. It's really not super relevant to the story, but um, they're taking a walk, and they're going across the crosswalk, and Violet grabs Blythe's arm super quick. She, like, spills her tea, like, burns her blinds her face, or something like that. And in that quick second, she let go of the stroller... I guess, and then like I, I believe that Violet's hands had been on it, so she thought
1: eight. Just looked it up. Sorry. Oh, she was eight.
0: Okay. I was like, why are you showing me eight fingers? I don't know what that <laughs> means. <laughs> um, so she was eight when this happened. So, eight is like old enough to know how to hold on to a stroller with a like one-year-old baby, nine-year-old
1: six, mm-hmm.
0: a baby, and yes. a literally year. this stroller, like, rolled out into the street and was hit by a car, and yeah, so it is just a really fucking sad story, so now this mom is going through grief, and um, I, I it was just, it was so sad, like, these stories where she would like, these parts where she would wrap up like his old blanket and like sleep with it and like wrap his like jumper in it as if like he was sleeping with her and I was just like oh my god like it just like mm-hmm. gutted me
1: but, but the husband didn't thought... want to have a funeral
0: oh my god oh wait that the husband didn't want to have one yeah oh my god like right like honestly fuck off mm-hmm. husband fuck like
1: oh I can totally, this is everybody's whatever opinion, but I know some people like when people have like a miscarriage or something early on Mm -hmm. and they're like, do you do this? Do you not do this? Like, I get that that's everybody's whatever, but this is a. Sure, but like this is a baby that was born. This
0: baby had a birth certificate and name. There's pictures. Uh, Like, that is so wild to me. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if you don't want to be there, that's fine. But like, this mother has a right to put her child to rest and to like, formerly and properly grieve him and it was just none of it was cool and the fact that he was like sleeping with his secretary and that all just was like fucking fine like I just hate this guy so much and there's just all these different layers of like it just gaslight central like don't look at your actual signs of your daughter don't actually pay attention to her at all or the Mm -hmm. fact that she hates me like it was just super weird so he moves, he moves on. Dad moves on to secretary. Mom goes really fucking crazy and starts going to like these meetings for new moms as if she has a baby, but in this way, she's like healing herself because she gets to finally talk about Sam. Mm-hmm. So she's going and meeting. What's her name? She's so weird. Gemma. Fucking Gemma, bitch. Would be Gemma, just like um, what's it called? Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> would be Gemma. Um, so she goes and is meeting Gemma, the secretary that the dad left her for. Um, and she befriends her, obviously under a fake name. She's wearing a wig. It's super wild, like that she did this for a year, like would go to weekly meetings. <laughs> like, what?
1: It's like I get that you're curious, but can't you just I also get Instagram? that you're going
0: through shit and in a weird way. It's like It is kind of beautiful because you got to talk about him. Right. And at times she got to have like this insight into Violet's life because she wasn't getting one because her daughter like didn't want anything to do with her. Right.
1: So I don't know. And she gets a friend. Like that's the thing too. She's like dying for a friend. She
0: definitely needed a friend. Um, But I wrote down this part that's like weird but these two things relate but I thought that they did maybe just because of these meetings I wrote down like how I thought that grief and motherhood were similar at, at the beginning only mm-hmm. because your world stops and everyone else's keeps spinning that's what I mean like mm-hmm. not be- because like every year your baby's born it's like okay the death happens and everybody stops and they go to the funeral and and they process it with you and then and they keep going Mm -hmm. But you're the one who's hit with those waves of grief, right? And it's the same thing with motherhood where everybody stops what they're doing and they come and and they gush and they give you gifts and they treat you. And then like, eventually their lives keep going. And Mm -hmm. you're the one who's hit with waves of exhaustion, depression, feeling literally like you're just a vessel and nothing else. Like, and... Yeah, so, like, everyone else's world keeps going and yours keeps, or yours, like, stops. So, I thought that was interesting because they were both, and she's going through grief, but she's also in this motherhood class and they're, like, the same. It was just, like, really weird to me. I mean, obvious, for obvious reasons. So, this blows up. I don't know how the fuck it took a year to blow up, but it took a a year for this shit to finally implode. Um, It's, like, was she wanting it to? Like, I don't know. Just playing with fire, obviously. Right. First place, but Um, what other nights did I write? No, I mean, I I think (laughs) I yeah, Yeah. I think I covered everything. I thought specifically about this um storyline, but we can like get into favorite characters. I didn't finish how it ends, though.
1: You can yeah, (laughs) like Tom. uh, Tom. His name is not Tom. Fox. Wait, Fox? Why am I thinking his name is Fox?
0: Because we were talking about Glein and What that does he does mainly? wait? What's huh? his name? He's also irrelevant. The husband in this story is an asshole, and he's irrelevant. I truly don't remember for the life of okay, me. Okay,
1: well, I mean, tell you. He doesn't have a name. I feel like it's Fox, but I don't. I don't know why I think that. I feel like that's what I read, but I could totally be wrong. Um, but anyway, that like would be a quite a
0: coincidence if they were both Fox. Somebody he let us know about the character in this friends. book that we are reviewing it.
1: Right? <laughs> so he bans them from being friends, and then, um, you know, so they, they don't talk or whatever. Gemma like reaches out, she tries, and she's basically like, I'm sorry, but, um, you know, she was curious, she wanted to do whatever, and, um, <clears throat> she says to them, like, she just basically tries to explain to Gemma like her thoughts of like what she thinks about violet and Mm -hmm. what she's nervous about because you know this is how she feels like
0: you have a young son because right yeah they have a child together if that wasn't obvious by the fact that i said that they were in a motherhood class but they have yeah he went and had another son named sam it's just so like honestly i don't know just fuck this guy. We're not going to have a funeral because, you know, I too, probably because I feel too guilty that I've already knocked up my secretary. Because she did the math too, right? Yes. That's the other thing. He has a replacement baby on the way, which was so sick. I'm sorry. That's so sick. Like, I fucking hate him.
1: Yeah. No, it is really gross. And like, basically, then, you know, Gemma's like, sorry, good luck with everything. And they don't want to believe her. And then she, um, what did she do? She goes into like a treatment she... facility, right?
0: Wait, who did?
1: Gemma? No, Blight. I thought she went into something. Oh no! Something for like a year. What am I thinking
0: now? Oh my god! I there's so many parts of this book. There's... Like for a minute, I totally forgot that she went and hung out with Gemma for a year. Like I forgot that that was a part of it until I started thinking about it like over again. <laughs> and I just read this like a day ago. So this is why we can't read books in between because I started reading hook, line and sinker and I'm only like 80 pages in and already I'm mixing up names. So this is why we can't do this Mm -hmm. is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So anyways, where were we? She's going to these meetings. It all implodes. She obviously stops going to these meetings. They reach out Mm -hmm. to each other and yeah, Gemma was like, listen, Violet, did not push your son in the street you're not okay <laughs> like and then at some point am I right on track
1: Something Yes. That? yes what did um, I miss you didn't miss anything oh. his name is Fox
0: it is Fox what a weird I knew that's I read so two books back to back guy's name is Fox Totally different stories. Sorry guys,
1: that's what was making us go off the rails. His name is also Fox. <laughs>
0: We've gone farther off the rails. It's not that <laughs> big of a deal.
1: Um, if you've listened this far then you're in it for the
0: long run. This yeah. is why we're not doing a recap. We're already yeah. like there. so
1: husband gets custody.
0: He um... husband gets custody because Violet wants nothing to do with mom as well. Right. That's the yeah. other part. And then
1: there's this scene where she's in the car and and uh, she's, uh Cecilia is in the car and, or I'm sorry, Blythe is in the car and Violet is mouthing to her something and she can't hear what she's saying and it looks like she's saying I pushed him.
0: Oh, right.
1: But that could also be
0: like where she saw that in her mind. Like, that's the whole trippy, twisted part of it. Like, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, where you're, there's so many parts of this and there were so many moments like that where you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, obviously, like, Violet's super conniving. Right, she the murderer. Yeah, so, like, Vi- she starts, like, enforcing this time where she's like, Violet, we're going to start hanging out together. You're going to start hanging out. I'm your mother, and we're going to start acting like it. Mm-hmm. And it was her trying to be like, I'm breaking the cycle. Even if I'm just get you half the time and I don't have you all the time, like, I'm going to see you. And you're going to deal with it, whether you like it or not. So she's sleeping downstairs and she like hears her leave her bedroom and then she thinks she like found something on the bus or I don't really know what happened um
1: there was like it's a like bracelet a...
0: what was that story again
1: no it's a um she took like a oh,
0: No I know, but she thought it was a bracelet and she's like oh the bracelet's still there so she didn't think much later on it's Gemma a... calls her and like loses her mind and she's like why the hell did she have like this razor from like modeling clay or something like that like it's like art tools and this was in her drawer and she didn't think to check that because she's like well how would she know that I had this wrapped in a scarf Mm -hmm. because she took it from her husband's stuff because he's like er her ex-husband now but he was like an architect or something maybe Mm -hmm. that he used it for I don't remember yeah again he's an arrow but also violet then gave it to the baby well that's the thing right so she took it from him because she was practicing self-harm trigger warning trigger warning because mm-hmm. she friggin' lost a baby and she's not well and not that that's a reason but um it surely is a motivation or a factor I guess um mm-hmm. it's just not cool any of it and But she doesn't think to check for it because why would her daughter know that that's like in her sock drawer or whatever in the very back hidden wrapped in a scarf? Why would her daughter know that? That's the other crazy shit is like, how did she know? Because she's like, she moved very quickly. Like, I could hear her feet move quickly. So it's like, what? Like, how did she know? Or did she already? I don't know. It's like, if she had already scoped it out, why did she wait?
1: Hmm? And then they had like a. The thing, too, is, like, she had a really good night with her, and they were laughing, and she oh, felt right. like it was, like, like a good time. they got ice it's like,
0: cream and went to the movies or something. Oh, she
1: was just, like, conniving to, you know, be over and get this thing.
0: Oh, my God, this whole time. Right. So, she gives this baby a razor, and he's, like, about to cut into his artery, and she at least caught him, I guess. Gemma mm-hmm. caught Jeb before that happened. Um. But it was put on her, like, you're so irresponsible for having this round violent. It's like, well, what the hell? Why did she take this? Because she, at that point, was older. Right. She wasn't eight anymore. This was years down or, mm-hmm. you know, not actually it wasn't that long because then she she was already pregnant by the time they split up. Yeah. But I guess, well, I guess they had split up after it like, wasn't like Sam died. They split up like Sam died. There was some time. <laughs> She split up, probably mm-hmm. um, something like that. It, it was just, it was a messy storyline for sure, um, <laughs> timeline rather. But yeah, so the the biggest part is at the very end, unless I'm skipping anything. Correct me no. if I am. Mm-hmm is that after she's basically told to go fuck yourself, like, she goes and, you know, she heals. It was, like, six months later, a year and a half later. I don't know. I think it was, like, six months later. But she's like, you know what? Fine. Violet wants to be with you full time. Do your thing. I just need to accept, like... Like, I think part of this cycle sometimes is accepting, like, maybe you don't want to be a mother, too, which is kind of, like, a sad, like, realization. Mm -hmm. But she enjoyed motherhood for the moment she had it, but realized, like, maybe all these women being forced to be mothers and doing like maybe this wasn't my journey
1: right because
0: she didn't immediately even want to have a baby right either mm-hmm. that was the other thing so now she's had a baby violet hates her she had another baby lost him and know violet continues to hate her continues to put her in these situations and she like you know what live your life i love you i can love you from afar and it is what it is and at the very end it's like literally Gemma calls her and it's like something happened to Jet. And it's mm-hmm. like, boom, end of book. So right, it just leaves you on that twisty journey. the same way it's like, is it this or is it that? As mm-hmm. like so many parts of the book were.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Which I don't know, I enjoyed it. I didn't want to put it down. I was like, okay, what happens now? What happens now?
1: Yes, no, it was not like a, I've had to do it in a sitting. Like I was like for the thriller kind of, not like it was like a scary thriller, but just like, there was She's so like, much going ga- on. I would
0: me. audibly gasp
1: in the anticipation. You're like,
0: "What? what? Yeah."
1: What? I mean, so there would. There
0: would be that. some parts where I go like, "No," <gasps> mm-hmm. <gasps> like, or you felt it. It's like something coming, and you're like, "No, no, 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 no," like mm-hmm. uh, I felt the baby thing coming. Yeah. Well, because yeah. they said like they would talk about him like uh in past tense, and you're like, "No," mm-hmm. like at, before it happened. Mm-hmm. So you were like waiting for it to happen, and you felt her same as at the end you felt her things were getting better like she was finally adjusting to being a mom Mm -hmm. and she was happy it was like violet did not want to see her happy
1: right yeah truly
0: in a weird way when i read this i found myself like hugging my kids tighter Mm -hmm. no i don't know how to like explain it like i was just I think there's so many times us as moms, like mom guilt and stuff, like makes you question things that you do or how you do things or, oh my God, did I feed them the right thing? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it just, you beat yourself down from every angle. Like you're, you are your worst critic, especially like with, you know, but when you read this, you're like, damn, I'm a great mom. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whoa,
1: like,
0: I, I hate to be like good mom, bad mom, but obviously I think we can say that this is these are stories of some moms that like had some work to do.
1: Right, probably shouldn't have been moms for sure. Probably, that,
0: yeah, probably like didn't, like there's some. It's okay if you don't have a maternal instinct. It's a mm-hmm. thousand percent okay. Like,
1: yeah, I think one thousand percent. Like people, this is a PSA, guys. Kids are really effing hard, and they really you do specific, not want them really time
0: consuming.
1: Okay yeah like you gotta really really want them and love them because <laughs> no, it's going be yeah. really
0: hard no before i had kids i was like i hate kids <laughs> and, now, and now i'm like these kids are my best oh, friends yeah. that's what's so crazy i'm like they're my best friends and if they ever looked at me like rayon's such a little spitfire and she'll like talk back to me but if they ever looked at me it was like literally I'm gonna hate you. like maybe mm. when they're teenagers i'm just expect it but like Mm-hmm. when she was like six like telling her dad like I hate her and he's like but she's your mother and she's mm-hmm. like wow he literally could have said anything else and that was what he said but she's your mother <laughs>
1: like, yeah. like I,
0: I just I don't know I don't know he mm-hmm. sucked on every level like he didn't know
1: I Sucked so bad and I will say like and obviously I don't think my kid is a serial killer or anything but during the like terrible threes three major <laughs> vibes um he said that to me one time like he was like I don't love you and oh, I he didn't know what that
0: means
1: <laughs> so upset like, oh
0: my god you know cry just yourself like, to sleep something now. so
1: silly it was like you know I didn't let you have ice cream or something like you know just something whatever but he said it and I was just like I started bawling and he instantly was like oh, I'm sorry you running and I'm like you can't just say something mean just because that's how you're feeling. Like in yeah, know, whatever. So I can't imagine like your kid saying something like that. Like I would just be devastated because it hurts so bad from like a sassy three year old.
0: It is weird, like when you were talking about like I mean, I think we all have stuff too that we carry down. And like I just remember my mom and like I am not sorry, I love you, mom, and I'm not putting her out there for this, but like I remember her being self conscious about like her weight or how how like certain parts of her looked in a photo or something and I 1000% like I am very lucky genetically to like have not had a lot of problems like I was when I was a kid I could just like eat pizza or eat this and that was also said to me like oh well you know you do that while you're young while you can Mm -hmm. and then it's like I would get called bulimic. i get called anorexic and then I'd like cry in the bathroom. And then it's like, well that's because she's throwing up in there. I'm like, no I'm crying. Because mm. <laughs> you guys are mean. But then it also like made me so insane because it's almost like now I have this body and then when you go to college you start drinking you gain weight and it's like, Oh, nice boobs. Like you we went and bought those. I'm like, no, I finally gained weight. So I got them. So like, it's like, you can't do anything right as a woman. Like when your body mm-hmm. is always criticized, big, small, skinny, whatever, it doesn't really matter. But it's like, I internalize personally. And I'm not saying, this came from my mom let me just be clear about that but there is a ripple effect of when you hear something it mm-hmm. doesn't internalize it goes in your skin like words are strong so mm-hmm. it's like that mixed with your bulimic mixed with your your the you know what I mean like oh you only got picked for varsity because they could put you up in the pyramid because you're small and it's like now I have to stay small so it's like now I would do pageants and oh, I can't eat that, I'm training. So it's, like, I would literally use whatever I was doing at the time. Oh, I can't drink soda because uh, I'm running. (laughs) Whatever, like, I would literally make up anything, it's, like, there's too much sugar. And I was, like, masking, it's, like, the same way I mask, like, you can hide anything from yourself, right? Like, people lie to themselves all the time, and some people it's dangerous for others, and some people it's dangerous for them. (laughs) Like, for me, it was dangerous for me, because I'm, like, oh yeah, I'm training. People like, wow, she's so dedicated. It's like, no dude, she has a fucking problem. Like help her. (laughs) Like like, you just, um, yeah. I mean, I lied to myself. Like I was joking with my mom. She's like talking to me about her friend who came out to her, which I think is so crazy that my mom, I came out to a year ago is telling me about her friend who came out to her, which I'm like, oh my God, this is so crazy. But She's like, I just, that's so wild. Like her husband doesn't even know and this and that. And I was like, mom, I chose a therapist who specializes in LGBTQIA. (laughs) And I talked to him for six months and I still didn't tell him. So I didn't even tell myself. Like sometimes you just... Mm -hmm. it takes a long time to accept different layers of yourself and that's why like again just plugging lucy like i love doing something like a reiki or an intuitive healing because it is cool to like find a different layer of yourself that you didn't know and like understand yourself and i think at the end of this book is what that's what this chick did Mm -hmm. just to be hit with like yeah bitch you might have been right because violet did something I
1: right this entire time
0: Yeah, because you've been gaslit this whole time. Mm -hmm. You're crazy, you're crazy. Your kid is just a kid. Just Mm -hmm. because she doesn't like you, it must it's not that something's wrong with her. Obviously, Mm -hmm. something's wrong with you. It's like, no, you were right the whole time. Or were you? What happened to Jet?
1: Right. (laughs) And well this is like our plug. I feel like we see this every episode, but like go to therapy. Everybody needs to go Mm -hmm. to therapy.
0: Yeah. oh my god, oh my god.
1: I can hear my deal, dog deal, snoring so funny deal with your trauma you deal with your on? trauma
0: so that your children and that the people around you don't have to
1: right I, I, mm-hmm. saw, I saw like this
0: famous thing that's like um like most of the people going to therapy are like going there because the people around them won't go to therapy
1: oh but that's true and I was like yeah yeah <laughs> A
0: lot. Like, all the people who don't respect my boundaries, I'm just, like, woosa, woosa,
1: Like That's actually, have you seen that TikTok sound where they're, like, um... It all comes back to TikTok. <laughs> it always comes back to TikTok, but they're, like, uh, you know, like, for example, like, are you talking about, like, you know, um, like, your, like, body image or whatever, and they're, like, oh, you're, you know, you're beautiful, you should not believe that you gotta get rid of those, like, feelings about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the TikTok sound goes, it was a gift from my mother. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, I love that sound. It was a gift. Yeah, I don't know. It I just thought mm-hmm. it's, it's cool True. to, like, it's just cool to, like, see. Because that ripple effect, it went backwards. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this thing that my mom gave me, I gave this thing of, like, <laughs> gay acceptance to my mom. Like, you mm-hmm. can boomerang that shit back if you want. <laughs> Like you can not only break the Throw cycle, but you can back. be like, come with me. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, and you can't force people to go to therapy. You can't force people to, to change like certain parts about themselves that have mm-hmm. have been ingrained for literally decades. Like, it just is what it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People have but to
1: you want watch. What was that? I said, but you don't have to carry that shit.
0: Oh, no, don't, don't. You got your own shit to carry. You yeah, got your own you stuff go. to deal with. Like okay. you, it's, it's so easy to like, I don't know, like going back to this book, just Blythe and just like how she's carrying all this stuff from like years and years, like all going back to Etta, but we don't even know the story that was before Etta. Like what was right. before that? You know what I mean? Like how many, Generations, because it all came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, or was it just that extremely? Well, oh not Going back to that edda thats the very first story we know, right? So she mm-hmm. was with this guy who was gonna—he go, was gonna go to school to be a doctor, got her pregnant with Cecilia, and then her dad's like, "You're gonna work on our farm, like you're gonna marry her and do this," and then like, so instead of being a doctor, like these societal norms of like this is what you have to do you have to get married and you have to be this so instead of going to school to be a doctor and probably being able to afford Cecilia at, um, and add a pretty nice life they're like you're going to be a working man and he died on the farm and she had to clean up her mm. her baby daddy's body parts so mm. that's that on that I don't know I don't make that sound but like that, I mean, that's a pretty heavy trauma, but like, was there something, I mean, I guess that could definitely be that, the ripple, that could be the first ripple. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just assume things go back and back and back. Right. Like what happened to her mom or dad that they're like, you better do this? Or is that just societal norms again? Yeah. Could be. I could, I will accept that that could have been the very first giant ripple. That was the boulder that got thrown in the lake. that started it all because that is a pretty fucking traumatic event that would cause you to probably hold in anger and hold in this and be like oh wow I was forced into this life and he was forced into this life and now here
1: we are Right?
0: like didn't she did she want to get an abortion or was that Cecilia wanted to get an abortion
1: I think she did too I think everybody like I think
0: they both said they were just like like we we do not want to be mothers why are we being forced into this it was so frustrating to
1: fuck the patriarchy
0: fuck the patriarchy.
1: #hashtag book the
0: patriarchy. Anyways, fave character, least favorite character. I know this is a
1: hard one in this I know. Book. So, oh my like, God. my least favorite character was the shitty husband. Now we mm-hmm. know it's Fox. Yeah, um, because I feel like not that it would make, not that it would like save everything, but had the husband been a good husband, like mm-hmm. understanding and supportive and like listening to her, I feel like. Some things can be avoided and mitigated and maybe they could have dealt with some stuff, but like he just sucked.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um and her character thing was really hard. Like I liked
0: I know. I'm like, how do I love hate with
1: Gemma because I liked her. I hated her, then I liked her as like her friend and stuff. Like when she was like reaching out to her and she felt bad about Sam, like certain things.
0: No, I hated her. Maybe this is just, was just like, because
1: I Lented. But like she knew right yeah. so she knew that he was married you know like so it's like you hate her mm-hmm. girl coat um but it was also like that was kind of at least in reading it that was like the only friend she
0: kind of like you're really sleeping with this dude um and I'm assuming because uh you got pregnant I'm assuming you're just raw dogging it right you're raw dogging yeah. it at the office with this guy whose wife and he just lost a baby and you think that's perfectly chill I'm just like what's is going on like that's why I said it's twisted. I said mm-hmm. that at the beginning, now like 50 minutes in, I'll say it again twisted, but twisted peas. It was good. I like as
1: twisted as it was, it was good. It was a good I book. Know. I went on, I, had I no think I read it before because it Dang.
0: just wasn't my like five that I, I have a very high standard. We've talked about this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it wasn't my Crawdads, it wasn't my Evelyn Hugo, it wasn't my. Mm-hmm. But
1: But it was was good.
0: good. It was was different. It was, right. It was different. I'm
1: reading something different.
0: It makes you think. Mm -hmm. I like Mm -hmm. something that makes you
1: think. But. Makes us all carefully watch our children for symptoms of them being a psychopath.
0: I'm skipping Random Recap because this has just been a long ass episode. And you guys, if you want to know what we're watching, I mean, you know what we're watching. I mean, we've been talking about it, but we watched the Grammys, I guess. Or I watched them. I, okay i lie i literally watched like live, the first three performances and then i saw an apple like who won but mm-hmm. i don't know how do i feel about the fact that i'm like did megan the sign i think she won something but it wasn't like on tv or am I crazy.
1: Mm. yeah that's so kind of weird There's so much stuff that's not televised
0: it. i don't know there's like so many awards there's like I don't want to say hundreds, but there's a lot of them. And then, so in order for them to have like performances, they can't do it all. It's just yeah. not possible. They wouldn't even be able to afford it. Cause they're like, there's a lot of really obscure, very specific ones that you're right. like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Like ones in different languages that they're just like, oh, we're not going to put these on air. But it was interesting. Olivia Rodrigo. I love those pictures and comparisons of her to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. That's great. Love that for her. I don't know. I don't feel like, I want to say I don't feel like I had time to watch a lot of stuff, but I do have like a long list, but I just feel like, I don't know. Do we have time to go over it? I don't want to drag this out. It's a long episode. We'll talk to you guys about what we were watching. If you're dying, if you're like, we just need content, um, go watch the Ghostbusters movie on Hulu. It was pretty good that's the only thing i'll give you that one little piece that's my side piece
1: there you go
0: maybe that can be our side piece we'll literally just name one thing from random recap instead of mm-hmm. doing the full random recap so what's your side piece what are you okay. going to suggest
1: so i read i don't suggest but i read the tiktok book priest Like, Wait, i thought you meant priest. like
0: it was a i don't know why like I don't know why when you said the TikTok book, like I thought you meant you read a book on TikTok, like you were watching like a thirty second clip.
1: <laughs> What's uh, uh, yeah, like, going Like read this book. It's so it's so like it's trending so, on TikTok. Uh, yeah, book. I've seen it like every okay. single person. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll read this book. It was, like four dollars on Kindle. Listen, and it
0: was like real creepy because there was a lot of like religious porn, right?
1: so much not really churchy enough, really smart. yeah very churchy like there was sex and it's it's hot like any other textbook is but it was just like i think people think it's mm, so
0: hypocrisy
1: <laughs> i think people think it's great because or like they're interested in it because it's like a forbidden romance i think yeah. that's the big thing that's wild about it not like they do something crazy that you've never read in smut before like mm, I yeah know. and it was like a love story I it was just very confusing and like off the rails for me I wanted to DNF <laughs> it so many times why did
0: you rate it
1: but I was like would oh, you suggest I it no oh my God. You, like, I heard people were like putting it, it in the religious section I love that that is funny to me like, I heard the- put it into like a religious section like the bibles
0: or whatever like so devotionals.
1: person grabs it i mean it's a dude with his shirt off though i would hope that they the do with that. his shirt
0: off with like the cross in his mouth or something. exactly
1: like there's another like that's oh the thing too there's like a God. second book where it's like it's like a reversal and it's like a nun in some like normal i'm just gonna say
0: something really sacrilegious i'm just <laughs> gonna hold it and
1: it's bad enough that i uses, say the shit that i say yeah no they they use a sacramental oil for some stuff so like no don't, <laughs> I'm not well don't unwell don't do it guys don't do it but like i, was, I just posted a video about i almost want to
0: read it just to be a part of the conversation do you know what i mean like sometimes you just are like What's all the hype about? And it's probably yeah. an easy add to your Goodreads number.
1: Mm, I did it for you guys. No, because it was hundreds of pages. It was like 300 something pages. Shut up. No. I thought actually, it was like a short book. No. Yeah. It makes me you super
0: uncomfortable. Days. Didn't you say like, wait,
1: stop. Didn't you say he says like God love or something? Yes. God's so love. Mm-hmm. Listen, I got to the point where, and we've talked about this and we just type in like but He words. was talking
0: about like his, his, himself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We we searched Kindle like for keywords. Um, I ended up getting into that mode because I was just like, I can't with the churchy and the, you know, blessed are the blah, blah, blah. So I just was like, all right, where's, where are they having sex? Oh my God. I'm like, I'm done. I can't read this book. This book's terrible. I know Uh, the author is like a really like beloved author. It's like her name's like Sierra Simone and she's got some like trilogy about like a president and a vice president or whatever. is supposed to be really great. Maybe I could that see that being like,
0: read. cool.
1: But the priest thing was, mm, no. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's going to be enough for me, doc. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a, that's a side piece for sure. <laughs> so you have next month's pick. What are you picking? Well, I'm excited to have something from you, from you. I have a pick. Wait, what? I don't have a pick ready. Oh my God, that's so funny you don't have a pick. This- Nope. Literally go on goodreads right
1: now. Okay, so the book is gonna be The Kiss Quotient, and it's by Helen Huang Wang. Tell me how to say it, guys. Sorry. But um Yeah, maybe this is her um, it's a heartwarming and refreshing debut novel that proves one thing. There's not enough data in the world to predict what will make your heart tick. So it's um this character, Stella, and she's like in um the math world, like she's super studious, whatever. She comes up with algorithms to, like, predict purchases um, and and kind of predict everything. And she has um, Asperger's, Asperger's, what do you think? Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. It's on the spectrum. Okay, I love that you picked this. Did you pick this because
1: of that? I actually didn't. I didn't even really realize that. But basically, like, so because she's really, really book smart with all these things, that doesn't translate into, like, her love life and, like, relationships and trying to kind of um do that so it's like her way of trying to she process um, yeah so like she hires like an escort this guy's name is michael and basically like is trying to learn from him and and become more like quote-unquote like normal in her mind of of like Mm -hmm. but doing it through like her her own way of processing things through math and stuff (laughs)
0: <laughs> like um, learning social skills and she's yes. like calculating i love that i right. i think i'm really gonna like this book especially like after reading something
1: everybody like said though like that their partnership and like the way that like it's like a really good story it's sexy it's sweet like it's got really it's like well you know i'm ready, ready to reviews. talk about a
0: sex scene right i keep so. saying i want to come on hometown spice like let's talk about it yes maybe.
1: so and it's not smut. Like, it's a romance, but it's going to be Oh Yeah, be it's like, some, well, uh,
0: yeah. there's you know, a storyline here.
1: But it has really good reviews. I have friends that have read it, so I was, like, dying to read it. And I think it'll be really cute. And I didn't know the Asperger's thing, so I think that'll be cool to read.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a cool, like, angle to read at, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I've read so many, like, nonfiction books about the spectrum. So it'll be cool to read, like, just a fiction book. Because, honestly, representation matters.
1: Yeah, and she's, like, there. a badass heroine. Oh, yeah. And, I and I'm like, tuba. Violet's
0: going to be my little, like, female Elon Musk someday. Like I believe I it. Like all the time.
1: <laughs> Start investing now. <laughs> totally.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I'm so excited for this book. We will obviously list it in our show notes. We'll list it on Instagram. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can find us at halfbakedbookclub.com or you can follow us on Instagram. Instagram and TikTok. I would love for you to do both <laughs> at Half
1: Baked Book Club. You guys can send us your listener emails to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. We will see you next week. We can't wait. But until then, read books. It's, it's weird, weird out, out there. there. Bye. Bye.